In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the fifth Sunday of the Holy Great Fast, where we read the story of the paralytic man who was by the pool of Bethesda, who stayed there for a period of 38 years. No one is able to bring him into the pool where he would find healing. And the Lord Jesus Christ, when he met the man, he asked him a very interesting question when he asked him, do you want to be made well? And one would expect that the answer to this question is obvious because the man is by the pool, the man is paralyzed, and obviously he wants to be made well. But yet still the Lord asked him this question, do you want to be made well? But what he is asking him is, are you serious about wanting to be made well? Oftentimes we want certain things, we want to be able to overcome certain bad habits, or we want to be able to live in a certain way, and maybe even we ask God for these things, asking him to break the bonds of sin in our lives, asking him to grant us certain virtues, asking him to allow us to be better parents or better, better husbands or wives or better in everything that we do. And yet we find that maybe we are, this is not happening. And so when the Lord comes and he says, do you want to be made well? He says, are you willing to do what is necessary for you to be well? Again, sometimes we, we wish for things, but wishing for things is not the same as actually being willing to work in order to achieve the things that we are wanting to do. The process of spiritual healing begins with listening to God. And here, when, the, when Christ is speaking to this man, the man was listening, and he was, in the end, healed because he paid attention to the Lord, and he paid attention to what he had to say, even if what he had to say did not seem to make much sense to him at the beginning to ask this question, do you want to be made well? So we can speak just briefly about some of the ways that we should be listening to the Word and what does it mean to listen to the Word of God? What does it mean to listen to God who is speaking to us? First, listening is a proof that we are the children of God. The children listen to the Father. The sheep listen to the shepherd. Those people who want to say that they are the, ch the children of God are those who listen to what the Lord says. In 1 John 4, 6, he says, He who knows God hears us. He who is not of God does not hear us. Meaning those who are of God are the ones who listen to God and, 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 and are receiving from him instruction. The, the, their decisions and their opinions are based on the things that the Lord says and not what other people say, not what the world says, not what the news says, not what social media says, but based on what the Lord says. That when we listen, this is a sign that we are the children of God. Second, listening is a way of wisdom. In Proverbs 23, it says, Hear, hear my son, and be wise, and guide your heart in the way. Those who are listening to the Lord are the ones who demonstrate wisdom because we are wise to listen and we are wise to put into practice the things that God says. The word of God helps us to discern right from wrong. It helps us to know how to respond and the many daily challenges that we face when we deal with other people and in different situations. And it also helps us to remember that our focus and our goal is the kingdom of heaven. Our goal is not this world or any kind of worldly success, which maybe we enjoy for a short period of time and then it is taken away. But instead, our goal is to enjoy the kingdom of heaven. And when we learn the way of God and when we listen to him, we are filled with this wisdom, the heavenly wisdom that we are our focus and our life is, is on something completely different than what this world offers. Third, listening requires silence. Anytime you want to listen to someone, you cannot be talking or busy or distracted by other things and expect that you're going to hear what they have to say. 
in order for us to really listen to the word of God, then we have to separate ourselves from the, from the distractions and the noise of the world and to come before God and to sit and listen to him. When we speak about praying every day, we are speaking about communicating with God, but also receiving from God, receiving from God his responses, listening to what he has to say. We have to listen intently. The, the Lord has given us many ways to be able to listen to him. He's, been, he's giving us the opportunities to pray. He's given us the, his word. He's given us um, all of the sermons that we can listen to. He's given us advice through the people that we go and we, we seek counsel from. But again, when we are distracted by many things, we find it very difficult for us to be able to listen and to hear what is it that the Lord is telling me regarding my situation. Maybe we're asking him to give us wisdom and guidance, but are we taking the time to stop and to actually receive from him that guidance that we are seeking? Number four, after we listen, it is not just to listen, but it is to listen and then to take action based on what we hear. In Deuteronomy 5, it says, You go near and hear all that the Lord our God may say, and tell us all that the Lord our God says to you, and we will hear and do it. Maybe one of the reasons that we don't hear the, wor the word of God or the voice of God is because if we were to hear it, we would not put it into practice. What happens when we hear something that we do not prefer, or we do not wish, that we would rather that God actually lead us in a different direction, tell us to do something different than what we're doing? Do we find ourselves maybe ignoring those things, ignoring that wisdom, ignoring that guidance, or justifying our own opinion? One reason maybe we don't hear the, the, the voice of God speaking to us is because we are not open to the will of God. We are not open to what God actually is, is prompting us and telling us to do. And we are escaping from his voice because we do not want to do what he is asking us to do. Just like Jonah the prophet, when he heard the voice of God, he heard it very clearly. And yet he went a different and opposite direction from what God called him for. So someone who is truly a listener, someone who listens to God, will both listen and take action based on what God has said. Number five, we receive the word of God into our heart. In Ezekiel 3.10, it says, Son of man, receive into your heart all my words that I speak to you and hear with your ears. Receiving the word of God in our heart means that we receive it at a deeper level than just the level of the mind. We can read the word of God and we can listen to the word of God with our mind and we can understand different concepts and we can understand different facts about God. But to receive the word of God into our heart implies a deeper relationship with God beyond just understanding some information about God versus having a real and true relationship with God. When we communicate with one another, when we communicate with our loved ones, our relationship with them goes far beyond simply the facts and knowledge of who they are or their existence. Our relationship and the knowledge that we have of them is an intimate knowledge. It is a personal knowledge. And that is the kind of knowledge that God wants us to have of him. When we read his word, when we listen to his word, we develop a sense of who he is. And then we come to him and we speak to him and we learn about him in a very deep, meaningful and personal way receiving his word personally in our hearts. In Hebrews 10:22, it says, Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. To draw near with a true heart, to draw near to God, believing him as a person who, who, who not only exists but loves us and is full of goodness and is powerful and cares and wants to be with us and to have a relationship with us. Finally, the last point about listening 
is in order for us to listen, in order for us to receive the word of God in our heart, in order for us to take action based on what God has said, we have to put behind us the past. Because the word of God tells us to take action in the present for the future. But it is not about the past. Oftentimes we make mistakes and failures in the past that continue with us and are a burden and a struggle with us for the rest of our lives. In order for us to be able to act, in order for us to be able to benefit from the word of God in the moment, we have to forget the things that are past. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. We hear the word of God and we choose to walk in a new and different direction. Not the same direction that we were before, but a new direction. And in that new direction, we find that there is greater comfort and there is greater peace. And there is a greater sense of God's presence and his love for us. We are leaving the old behind. And when we speak about the great fast, this is a great opportunity for us to leave the old behind. When we try to focus more on ascetic practices, when we try to focus more on prayers and fasting and attending the church services, this is a decision that we are making, seeking God more and putting behind us um, the things that maybe keep us back and prevent us from growing in Him. We all want to be with God and we all want to experience the joy of His presence and we all want eternal life. But there are certain things that we are called to do in order for us to fully enjoy this life. Just like the Lord Jesus Christ said to the paralyzed man, do you want to be made well? The Lord also says to us, do you want to have a relationship with me? Do you want to experience the joy of my presence? Do you want to experience the joy of your salvation? Do you want to live a life feeling secure and comforted and joyful regardless of your circumstances? Maybe the answer to these questions for all of us is yes, we want this. But in order for us to fully experience this, because God is ready to give it to all of us, the question is, is what are you willing to do for it? Are you willing to sacrifice things for it? Are you willing to change and alter your manner of life for it? Are you willing to change maybe who you are spending your time with or where you are going? Are you willing to confess your sins? Are you willing to turn and go a different direction in your life? God is present and God is able and God grants us through the power of his Holy Spirit to achieve all these things and even more and he is waiting for us to turn to him beyond words and beyond simple wishes and requests what are we willing to do in order to reach these goals through the grace of the Holy Spirit working in us? So it's important for us to listen and to act and to, to say, yes, we want to be made well. Lord, tell me what it is that I should do, and I will do whatever you ask in order to be made well. And glory be to God forever. Amen.